Okay, some all new content and all new things to go. Um, my last big episode was, uh, I took a lot. I, I took a lot of time reading, um, reflecting, personal research, observing. I wanted to be as close, as truthful and factful as I possibly could without being biased, you know, because I'm a male. Anyway, so, um, uh, just, a, it's going, you know, it's two o'clock, it's 98 degrees outside, it's comfortable in my car, you know, air conditioner, and thank you, Lord, for having, giving me a, a great car to, uh, to drive in and to be comfortable in. So, uh, you know, just some, some moments of gratitude. Um, right now, it's approaching Mercury retrograde, so, um, if those of you believe in astrology and so, so forth, be very careful of arguments and things, the unresolved things of the past. Retrograde, Mercury retrograde is like here for a purpose. It's meant to bring out the light into things that we choose to shove away and not fix. And let me tell you people, if you have some unresolved business between you and a loved one or even business, it's going to come out one way or the other. So better to you know, take this opportunity to either calm, be calm, be quiet, face things head on, and no matter what, this is going to be temporary, and it's only going to be a short period of time, and um, yeah, you know what I mean? It's just like, you just got to be like on point, what's going on, you know, um, and the look for the brand new growth that's coming your way. Um, totally down for that right now. And uh, yeah, I'm just you know today's like one of those days where I I put my other episode out and it was like man that took a lot of energy to put out. I was like dang, but anyway, so I'm listening to a few other people just kind of talk, you know, and like one of my favorite stations. Ali Moon, great station. She had a great topic, you know, I'm today talking about, she was reading her book called Whip It. And then out of nowhere, I got to hear uh, Kane's way. Kane, uh, I haven't heard him in a long time and much props for this guy coming back out. He's kind of been, uh, you know, just kind of in the background and not really saying much. And, uh, He's just been doing his thing, and that's so awesome. You know, I was like, hey, man, Kane, he's doing such a great job in what he does, and I commend him on his work. And then who else was I listening? I was listening to Level Up um, with Deontre. Yeah, I'm forgetting his name. Um, Stoic Meditations with Massimo Fiducci. That guy had such an amazing episode today. Because uh, it just touched on so many things. You know, he was, he was kind of talking about the aspect of slavery, you know. And, and he was, I think he was referring to Seneca from letter, Letters of Seneca. And this is the, one of the things, I love philosophy. I really do. And um, it's probably a stronger desire to spend definitely some more time. Go back and reading Plato, Socrates, and... Um, reading Kant, Camus, um, Epictetus, uh, Marcus Aurelius, Seneca, um, 
you know, there's so many great new world thinkers and, and philosophers and old world thinkers and philosophers, even Confucius. I love Confucius because, and Buddha, um, I have light experience with Buddha and Confucius, but um, Confucianism and Buddhism definitely just, when you want to just kind of like separate and just get away from like religion itself and just get down to the human purpose and being, um, these great minds have so much wealth of information to help us be better. And if we can stick those disciplines in our daily lives, I think we'd have a lot less problems and so much more accomplishments. So definitely I'm looking forward to um, taking the understudy of, you know, um, of the, of the Asian philosophies and, and um, so forth. So definitely a big, big thing. And then I was thinking about, you know, um, since I've been, I haven't really made an episode about debt management in a while. Um, only reason why is because I've been backsliding in my debt and I got myself into borrowing again. So I kind of feel like if I can't get away from the borrowing, I don't need to make another episode about debt management. So, um, I'm going to get back on track and I'm going to look into more of not just debt management, but debt live living, you know, living free. Um, and it's the next segment is like, um, the next series. I want to talk more about, about how we're saving versus just spending, you know, um, I have had personal emergencies, you know, that take borrowing of money. And if we're not saving for a rainy day or even just saving for just, just for the fuck of it, just to have, then there is a serious division between those who are rich and those who are poor. So, uh, look out, I'm going to be posting something soon, but my character says specifically to, um, you know, get those things taken care of, take care of the debts and, um, increase the credit and, and talk about the savings and the enjoyment of savings and the enjoyment of, of having just what you, you know, like have, I mean, it, like the, I guess the way I'm thinking about it is, is like, you know, how when payday comes around, you're like, fuck yes, I get to, I get to do more. Or I get to spend on something or I get to I get to loosen up or finally take care of this little stress, but it's those little mental stresses that get to us, you know, the reoccurring debts that just saying, fuck, you know, it's finally clear till the next time. So it's kind of like a drug addiction, like, okay, this is going to go away for now until I get my next fix. So we're, I'm going to approach that, that attitude and that mentality um, with a great sense of vigor. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to, um, you know, as I explore the Avenue myself, I, I want to encourage people to live better. Um, I want people to be much happier with what they have. So they're su- not just sustainable, but they're achieving, you know, and, um, in the light of like what's going on, People are being distracted and they're panicked and they're feared. You know, like what was the latest thing on the news that I caught a glimpse of? Oh yeah, the trade embargoes and the, you know, the tariffs. Look, this is the way it is. 
all these fucking countries, this is my just opinion. All these countries all are in up arms and it's these, it's not even the countries, it's international companies. The companies that run the countries a lot of times, because that's really where it's at. Um, these big companies are flipping out like, oh shit, my stock value just went down 60 points because the U.S. sees that my goods are made in China, so therefore I've got they got to add a tariff or trade tax, which you know what? In a way, that's bad. In a way, it's good. You know, to me, it it just looks like the gov- when governments decide to create bigger and bigger taxes so that they can serve their own agendas and company agendas, then taxes are a bad thing. Because if people want to trade or exchange something, let them, let them. But when it becomes where we're, somebody is making so many goods, like China really is responsible probably for 90% of the consumer goods that we use today. If you don't believe me, look on the labels. They, they, they can't. And here's the funny thing about China right now is that they, um, they, don't have enough beef and agricultural goods, foods to feed their own country. And we're talking like a billion plus people in their country. You know, their country is like, I think like two of the United States, if I think, if I'm correct, I may be wrong. But anyway, so I caught wind of that and it's just like this mentality of not enjoying yourself, not being able to go on vacation, not being able to live a more purposeful life. You know, um, let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, it, it affects us all. It affects our children. Um, it affects about like the, the things that we want to take care of our family with, you know, it's like how much of the American household is just struggling. I mean, seriously struggling of just trying to get by every month. And there's more and more families going homeless. Um, my friend Maria Humphreys, uh, from Strong Body, Strong Soul, she had on her Instagram, she had a video, I think, I believe it was she was showing a video of Venice. And, um, you know, in Venice, that they had all these homeless people on the beach areas and like these little rest dunes or whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, where Venice, I, from what I've ever seen of it, I've never been there always had like people roller skating and people having fun at the beach but now it's you know the homeless in Los Angeles is huge I mean people are not working they're starving they're becoming mentally distraught they're it's going on and on and on and on and on and on and let me just tell you ladies and gentlemen there is no worse feeling when people lose hope. And then it's like, it's not long after it doesn't take long for someone to become institutionalized by homelessness. They lose hope. I mean, and the interesting thing I see about homeless people right now is that they collect more shit, almost like trying to keep a home, you know, and I'm so sorry for their situation. I really am. But you know, in the long run, it is a problem, and if we don't address these problems, um, we're definitely going to see much on a bigger scale of people dying, homeless, famine, disease. If we don't take care of these people and take care of this problem, 
Um, it's going to grow to an epidemic that we cannot even possibly fathom. And we haven't seen this kind of famine since I would have to say probably in the 1920s and 30s um, during the Great Depression. So if people are saying that the recession's over, you're a fucking fool. Just if there's more people in homes and living, then you know we're not. But people, we don't produce anything. We don't have any. We don't have enough jobs. So um, that that's just like something I was thinking about. And so my impact, my positive impact on the world is is I want to help people through my own example as I pick myself up and take myself to the next level. Um, of how I got there, what's making me happy. And see, I don't want any money in return for what I'm doing, at least not at this, at this moment. I don't want any. I mean, there's plenty of books and speakers of debt management and experts. And you know what? Sure, they're great, but I couldn't identify with half of them. I really couldn't. And maybe if I'm close-minded, but I'm just saying, I could not identify with what they were projecting and it's just like those people that are saying they're you know entrepreneurs and they're you know um you know they're the the people that like for example gary v he's he's a great individual who has seen through trial and tribulation how to make money and how to get people to listen i mean he doesn't sugarcoat it so I definitely give Gary Vee a props. And then there is a profiteer speaker, and I'm going to say his name, Tony Robbins. I love him. I like his ideas because he gets down to the soul. But this man, I'm very cautious of what he projects because he's putting out books about business and money management. And he may be right. He may be wrong. But I'm very cautious about a man talking about money when he's profiteering off people of that are confused i mean have you ever seen one of his programs like if you wanted to go to um what's the latest one it's like a it's like a week-long seminar um not the hour of power i'm forgetting what it is but it's like close to like a thousand dollars or more or even to go one of his three-day uh seminars it's about twelve hundred to two thousand dollars so um He's definitely getting his money's, you know, he's getting paid. But so, and he talks about giving back so much money. I don't know how much he's giving back. He says how much he's giving back, but uh, I've never seen to be verified. So I'm very cautious about those kind of speakers, you know. And there's others, you know, like people I also like, like Mel Robbins, the five sec, was the five second rule. She's also one of those, um, you know, she's an attorney. Uh, she's a mother and she is getting paid on big time on speaking engagements and it's these people's empires are built on people's confusion and so my impact is I don't want any money at this time I want to help people for free I want to give back to what I've been given I've been given a huge opportunity to make my life better I have an amazing job for at the moment and you know what I owe I owe the universe back so I will pay them back and or pay it forward and that's what we're gonna do so I'm gonna come back just here in a moment this is variety episode 10 and we'll continue some people just don't change you know what I mean or at least perceptions I, I was just at uh, the gym the other day and something came to mind 
uh, when I was just buying something right now, a conversation that I was having at, at the gym about my tattoo. Now, on my arm, I have a tattoo of Poseidon. And it's not all that great, and it's not all that bad, but I, I like it, and I like it what it represents. But this guy at the gym was talking about, you know, people with tattoos, it's kind of like gangster, or why people mark themselves up. They're not supposed to do that against God's way and whatnot. And I'm like, you know, it's interesting how people think about what tattoos are, what they represent. You know, some of them are cliche, some are copycats, blah, 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 blah. But for whatever reason, you mark up your arm, it's just skin and flesh. That's it. However you express yourself, that's your choice. I don't really have anything bad to say about tattoos. Matter of fact, I have nothing but good things to say about tattoos. I've seen some beautiful ones, and I've seen some fucked up ones. But my first was a big enough piece where I was like, man, I wish I would have done something smaller and really checked the artist. I trusted him more than I should have, like so many other people in their first ink. But now I do have an artist in mind who I believe would do a really, really good job. And he's out of Livermore. And I can't wait to afford and do what I really want to do, you know, with him uh, as far as ink is concerned. So anyway, this guy was, like, saying, like, people with tattoos, you know, just have this attitude. And I'm like, it has not changed my attitude in the least. You know, it has not done anything for me, like, to make me tougher or whatever. It's just, it's... It's what I wanted, I did it, I paid for it, and I don't have no fucking problems with it, you know, I just, it irks me, and then like this guy was talking to this other other younger guy, he was like trying to join the Navy, and he's like, oh, you don't want to mark yourself up before you go into the Navy, you know, you get, and I was just like, I was just shutting my mouth, really, I was just like really just listening to this guy run his mouth, and, um, you know, as I was just getting something, a pizza, something to eat, now this girl, uh, she had a piece of arm, her arm piece done, and then uh, she noticed mine, and she goes, oh, I really like your tattoo, and I was like, oh, well, thank you, you know, so it's like, kind of like, one thing I do understand is like, people with ink can kind of identify with each other, and that's the thing is, so there are going to be people that just come from that old school way of thinking like it's tattoos or taboo, and you know what, this is what I really think. If you want to get one, get one. But my only suggestion, if you're a woman, don't do the breastplate. Because when you get older, it just don't look pretty. I'm sorry. That's my only. Or neck tattoos, you know, face tattoos, lips and all that. That may be my personal opinion and my objections. But other than that, do whatever you want. Do what makes you happy. But if you're trying to do something for an image... I would highly suggest against it. So, anyway, so that was my little thought about tattoos tonight. And uh, I was just reminded of that conversation when I was at the gym the other day. And this guy just talking shit. So, uh, yeah, tattoos are not taboo.